Business Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and what you're about to listen to was previously recorded for a radio interview. This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is Doug Phelps of the Kentucky Headhunters. How are you doing today? Alan, I'm doing good. We, we just got back in off the road, uh, uh, well, a little earlier today, but, you know, uh, had a good weekend and uh, always good to have a good time out there and, and, and always good to make it back home. It's always good to make it back home. Absolutely. Now, you've got a new album out called That's a Fact, Jack. And when you were in Danville, you snuck a song up on us for the crowd, and the crowd seemed to love it, called Let's All Get Together and Fight. Are other towns liking this this song? And we'll, we'll tell people what it's about here in a minute. Are other towns liking it as well as Danville did? Uh, pretty much everywhere we've played it, they get it. Because <laughs> it, it is a, uh, uh, it's a song based on some reality, but but there's a lot of humor in it as well, and uh, you know it kind of it kind of spurred from uh, the whole COVID issue from last year, and uh, you know no really not not it being able to get together with it, you know with your family and and Richard Richard was sitting home with his Cindy and they had the deer on the you know and and the uh, crock pot and and he was like you know there's always somebody comes along that. Uh, each year in our family gathering that we met, you know, maybe we haven't seen in a while and, and something comes up and, you know, it, it, there could be a stir in the, in the gathering. And he said, you know, but wouldn't it be lovely if we could just all get together and fight? And so that's really kind of uh, where his inspiration come from for the song. And once we got in the studio, uh, the music that goes along with it is... I mean, really, a, a 180 from what you know anyone would, I guess, expect from the Headhunters. But it, to me, it reminds me of us kind of approaching it like an Ernest Tubb song, <laughs> you know, like musically. And uh, uh, Richard kind of uh, laying it out there, and, and I had added some harmony in the studio, and uh, we're getting a great reaction. Everywhere we go, we're getting a great reaction. So it's just one of them. Now that's that, and this is totally. Uh, you know, kind of what I would call a bonus track for the album because there's nothing else on the album like it at all. No. Uh, you know, the rest of the album is kind of covers a lot of our career as far as, I mean, it's new songs, but, uh, you know, a lot of it is uh, kind of covers early early Headhunters, Soul, the, the album we did that was called Soul. It was kind of an R, R&B thing. It, it covers a little bit of the blues. It covers... Uh, the straight ahead uh, kind of rock and roll and, and the southern rock thing and so it's 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 kind of an eclectic mixture but this song really is separate from it but <laughs> the funny thing about us is it, it, you know once he presented it to us and worked it up it was a first cut thing once we rolled through it we recorded it first time through and i guess that kind of just lets you know that you know that that deep country stuff is in us anyway well i didn't know you did it in one one take that's that's pretty cool i <laughs> yep, remember one day. We, we we went to dinner before the night before you guys played here in Danville, and you were like, we got a song, we got a song. I, it's a Christmas song. I can't tell you about it, but you're going to love it. You're going to love it. And, <laughs> yes. and then you kept leading us on and leading us on, and then Richard eventually broke down and, and played it for us, and it was 
it was hilarious and reminds me a lot of a lot of people's Christmases. So it's not your average Christmas song. It is not your average, you know, it's not. It, it's, it, it's in that vein of, you know, grandma got run over by a reindeer, you know. It, it sort of falls into that category, but it's it's not made up. There's some, there's a, you know, there's some actual truth to this song, but it but it certainly has a lot of humor to it. And, uh, uh, you know, I think it really, uh, the, the spirit of, of the holidays, you know, really comes through even though, you know, it has a lot of humor to it as well. So we, we really are. I mean, we, we started playing that one early. I mean, even before the album came out, uh, you know, we wanted to test that on people and see, you know, see what they would uh, think about it, how they would react. And and everywhere we played it, we've gotten a great reaction. So it'd be, it would be great to have one of those Christmas songs that kind of becomes one of them annual things. And, you know, you hear it, you hear it year after year. So that'd be wonderful if that happens with this song. Well, we're going to, we're going to play it a lot on the radio station. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited about it. What else can you tell me? We'll switch gears a little bit and just talk about the CD itself. You know, I'm going to have the other three guys on here. But but what's your take of the CD? You just told a little bit of mixture of, you know, some, some R&B and some blues and some Kentucky Headhunters and going back to your roots. And this, you know... Richard's, Richard's got you guys playing everywhere. I saw you on Huckabee a couple weeks ago, and you could tell he was a true fan of yours. And I don't, I don't know if you told him, no, he can't play the bass, but he usually plays the bass in there. But I, did, I didn't see him playing that night. But there was something that got mentioned that night that I've never heard you guys talk about when your influences, and it, you know, it went clear from the Lawrence Welk show to Led Zeppelin. I knew the Led Zeppelin part, but I didn't know the, the Lawrence Welk part. Well, growing up, you know, on the weekend, uh, our parents, they were they were watching, you know, the Lawrence Welk show. And, and for me, for me personally, uh, you know, my dad grew up grew up in the World War II era and actually served in Korea. Uh, uh, he was in the Army and, and served 18 months overseas in Korea, off and on on the front line as well. And one of his big influences was was the big band music, Glenn Miller and Tommy Dorsett, and, you know, all, all the big band uh, uh, music of, of that era. And so uh, when, after I was born and, and, you know, their albums in the house, uh, you know, it ranged from Hank Sr. and Ernest Tubb to uh, certainly, you know, my dad's a preacher, so we had certainly had a lot of the gospel music as well, southern gospel and whatever. But but he also had big band records, and he and loved Glenn Miller. That was that was one of his favorites. And so, you know, we all had those kind of influences growing up at, during our era. Uh, most of us born in the uh, early to mid fifties. I was born in sixty. I was one of the later. I was a later bloomer, but <laughs> I was born. 60 and um and so we had you know we had all of, of our parents influences that that was a part of you know our upbringing musically but then you know we had our own thing yeah every, every generation has their own thing and then you know 60s came around and uh, uh you know the beatles and led zeppelin and the stones and uh you know that that was that became kind of our music of our our uh, you know growing up and but but 
you know, but all those past influences were already there. They were already kind of a part of our existence musically. And uh, really that, you know, all the stuff you grew up with, if you're a musician and you and you didn't turn around or trying to, you know, create something of your own, all of those influences come through at some point in time. And um, that's that's really what each of us brings to the Headhunters is is a lot of our past influences, which goes all the way back to the big band stuff and 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 the blues stuff and and the early English invasion and and you know the early Southern rock stuff here in the states and everything you know Blackstone uh, Blackstone listen Blackstone <laughs> Black Oak Arkansas, which goes which which goes back to my area of the country where I grew up in, and of course Skinner and all that stuff. You know, there's there's all of those things you listen to as you grow up, and it becomes a part of you musically. And then when you start putting stuff together, you know, creatively, all of that stuff's going to be a part of it. So I know you you, you might have been surprised here, Lawrence Welk or Glenn Miller or whatever, but but all that stuff, you know, it, it was a part of our, our our musical past, and and it infiltrates our musical future. You know, let's just put it that way. Well, no, actually, I I would. I was maybe a little surprised, but I, I liked it because I grew up the same way. You know, I'm, I'm a little younger than you guys, but, you know, we watched Lawrence Welk. Actually, my grandmother took us as a whole family to go see Lawrence Welk at Market Square Arena many, many, many years ago. I was a little kid, and I remember going there, and I had a good time. I didn't I didn't know I wasn't supposed to like that. So, no, no, but it was good stuff. Yes, you know, she also took me to go. Stuff. You know, you <laughs> Stuff, no matter what genre it's in, you recognize it. Right. My grandmother, she was a big musical influence in my life, and she also took me to go see Dr. Hook. So, you know, that's two far spectrums of the music. Ah, uh, but see, what a, what a great man, what a great influence, what a great span of, of influences, you know, that you got to experience. And, and, and that's, you know, that's very uh, uh, reminiscent and similar to, you know, our upbringing. And, uh, you can relate, you know. I, I guess I'll just say you can relate to that. Yes. So, so what's your favorite track from the new CD? If you got to pick yeah, one, that is always the toughest question for us because every song we do is kind of our babies. You know, every, everyone has kind of a, a, you know, a special attachment to, 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 you know, whoever brought it and how, whatever was presented, whatever was contributed. Um, you know, the very first track. Uh, Fred, you know, Fred was the heavy, he, he was basically the one who brought that that song into us, and uh, unusual for us, very unusual. But what a great positive message! Um, I, you know, I've heard a lot of people is going, "Wow, check, you know, check out this first too." Now, you know, whether it's a commercial type of thing or not, I don't know, but you know, it, it, it's an attention getter. Uh, I, I guess. You know, some of the ones that stick out for me, certainly the Christmas song is, it, it, it's unto itself. It, it's a whole different ball game than any of the rest of the album. Uh, uh, you know, that's the fact, Jack, the title cut. Uh, that that's a heavy, really heavy rock thing that that we that, you know Richard wrote. That's kind of uh, you know uh, uh, appropriate for the times or, you know when which we live. And uh, I love you know Susanna is one I wrote that that's that's when when Levon Helm from the band died. You know, he and I were both born in, in Arkansas, and we kind of had, we we done a lot of shows with Yvonne in years past, and, uh, uh, you know, we had we had that connection, and kind of hit me pretty hard, and I kept hearing Ophelia, 
you know, him singing Ophelia from yeah. the band right through my head after he passed. And, and somehow or another, that transferred into me singing Susanna, Oh, Susanna. And, of course, you know, the Oh, Susanna, Don't You Cry For Me. But, you know, that one, once that hit me, I couldn't I couldn't write the words down fast enough. And so that was, you know, special to me to, to, to kind of be connected with LaVon. Uh, Greg singing, you know, re, less, uh, us resurrecting uh, Shotgun Effie, which he wrote. Oh, wow. That, about that. Richard and Grandma's, you know, uh, Richard and Fred's Grandma Effie, you know, he wrote it in 73. And it's the first single they ever cut together as a band, official single. And, uh, you know, we uh, resurrected that one and just laid it down. It sounds like, to me, it reminds me of a Sammy Hagar, old Sammy Hagar tune or something. So, you know, the, the album is very eclectic. It goes from uh, uh, rockabilly uh, to, to southern rock to, you know, to more of a blues influence to, uh, to just, you know, straight up rock and roll. And then, and then we got Ernest Tubb at the end with, with the Christmas song. So uh, there's a lot of tunes that has, you know, meaning to all of us, obviously. So I, I couldn't even I couldn't even begin to tell you, you know, what might be my favorite. How could I? How I could I? I don't know. Was, I, I don't know. You could call that our first official single. Was, was an older song written by Blackstone Cherry, you know, Richard's son's band. And and Richard, Richard as well helped with that one. And uh, it, it's kind of our... You know, kind of our early Rolling Stones influenced uh, uh, type of sound, and it, it's getting a lot of attention overseas right now as well. So I don't know. I mean, what, what's your favorite? <laughs> I, you, I, I I think I, I think I like. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really I really like the the one where Greg was singing because I've never really heard him sing before. Right, I mean, he'll sing right. a little a little background stuff, and when I heard it, I went. You said Sammy Hager. I kind of went, you know, ZZ Topish in my head. Well, yes. Yep. You see, that fits, too. That, yep, that, that fits, was, too. That was it my does. thought. And, of course, I like, you know, let's all get together and fight because I've seen it live. So that has a special yes. memory in my in my brain already. And I, yes. I like the connection you just said there with Levon Helms. I mean, that, I didn't yeah. I didn't know that. And, I, and I want to go back and listen to it again and, and put that in there. So... Well, Doug, we loved having you here. I loved having you on the radio show. I wish you nothing but success from this. And let's hope That's a Fact Jack is just as big a hit album as Picking on Nashville was. Well, if that happened, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool for a bunch of old farts like us. <laughs> this is Alan Kiger, and I hope you've enjoyed the interview on Sights and Sounds, the music that frames this podcast is the original music of Paul Myrie.